Hi, you're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Lop is the Black Widow from Proverbs chapter 9 verses 13 to 18. Well, we are coming toward the, um, the tail end of this year, October already. And uh, we're still going through um, the book of um, Proverbs and the book of Acts. We alternate between Proverbs and Acts. And uh, the overarching theme for our workbook um, um, is Heavenly Wisdom and Kingdom Mindset. And next year, usually around this month, I will work on the next year uh, series, and I'm going to write a book. And I have about two months now, and to will finish and get another book for us, uh, 2024. And so usually we're going to print out and give everyone, um, you know, on a new year um, uh, week or just before that. Uh. But this morning, we're going to go to Chapter 9, the later portion of Chapter 9. How many of you know the black widow spider? Only a few know. Yeah. Mm. It has some distinct ability. <laughs> um, how many of you know what's this known for? Infamously known for. That is sexual cannibal, cannibalism. Which means that a female black widow spider will eat a black male black uh, widow uh, spider alive after they have mating after mating and so it's known as uh, some very strange uh, sexual behavior in the nature and so this book proverb i borrow the name of the black widow spider and because this passage to me seems to describe uh, the lady of foolishness or the lady folly. And uh, as we go to the book of Proverbs, we see the author always con contrasting and laying out different uh, portraits or characteristics of the lady of wisdom and the lady of foolishness. Uh, the book of Proverbs, as I said early on, that it set out not a very dry, you know, kind of do and don't. It is always come out of relationship. As the father sent the letters, a set of a loving instruction, so the sons and daughters will not wandering into a very dangerous path or a foolish path so that they can stay the course with the godly wisdom that the loving father described, prescribed, and called to do. So the lady of wisdom also calling out. But at the same time, there's a competing voice of the lady of folly. In our life, there's always a loud voice out there calling us to do something that kind of make our carnal flesh carnality our human nature happy and and that's why it's easier for human being to respond 
to the call of the lady folly because it's somewhat aligned with what we want. It, it, it takes faith, it takes obedience, it takes, you know, wholeheartedly trust that the lady of wisdom, godly wisdom, is going to work out at the end because sometimes we do not see it happen right away. And this is why following God's wisdom requires including in your patience, trust, obedience, and all of that. And it's always in the book of Proverbs, simply lay out for those who are thinking logically, meaning the if and then clause. If you do this, this is going to happen two ways. If you do this, it's going to happen like this. And then this is the consequences. So it's always like that. So those of us who like logical thinking will love the book of Proverbs. Those who like a little bit more nuances and don't like the black and white kind of thing, you have to go to the book of Ecclesiastes, which is, uh, you know, it will turn your world upside down. You're not thinking to work there seemingly, right? So with that introduction, can we recap a bit? Let us go straight to the text. Just a few verses on, uh, page, uh, on chapter 9 and uh, verse 13 uh, to 18. I remember the earlier part of, uh, of this chapter talk about the scoffer, right? The, the, the fool and, and the one that, that kind of set aside God's wisdom. And now come to this portion. The woman falling. I'm reading out of ESV version. Any version uh, will do. The woman, of, the woman folly is loud. Is loud. Uh, it, it can be, you know, it, it, it's kind of a, other translation, noisy. But it also, uh, it kind of, a, in a certain context, it can be vocal. It's very vocal. Uh, she is seductive and knows nothing. Know nothing here is, doesn't mean that she lack of intelligence. She actually is sometimes very smart. Is is intellectual, but here she lack of moral knowledge. She might have PhD, she might have a great knowledge, but the lack of moral knowledge. We are living in this world today is not uh, it changing from immorality to amorality. Amoral meaning no moral. Before. I mean, several decades ago, people would know that, yeah, that person is moral, you know, has morality. And they agree that the morality should be taught in school. And those who kind of against the moral norm will be considered immoral, whether they believe the Bible or not. They still believe moral and immoral. We come to the stage of society now that people don't believe morality. Amoral. A morality mean no moral. What is that? I don't care. I don't need it. I live according to what I define. My morality is me. I am the definer of morality. We face all the society problem we see online, offline, because human being, human society, have been rejecting there is the God in their life. There's the God in the universe. What is morality? I don't care. I don't need it. Who's going to define it? 
I live the way I want. It's free thinker. I'm free thinker. What that really means is they are enslaved to their free thinking. So little did they know that everybody say, I'm free thinker, meaning they, they're enslaved to what they think and what they defy. And the Bible, the book of Proverbs said, those people has no hope because even a fool has more hope than those who want to be wise in their own eyes. No, nothing's here. They she lack of moral knowledge. She sit at the door of her house. Kind of uh, paint us the picture. She kind of very vocal and leading the home. <laughs> she just sit in the, I mean, for, for the ancient Near East, uh, 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 where you sit tell a lot about who you are. <laughs> Even today though, right? There's a CEO chair that, you know, high and expensive and, uh, you know, where you sit tell a lot about who you are in society. And so same with the ancient Near East, where she sits, she sits in the, the door of her house at the gate, so she, she is the boss of her home, and whoever come in and out just go through her. Uh, and so this one, use the metaphor of, of the ladies, and I don't know, was this the husband? But the, she's in the control. And remember, this is the metaphor of lady of folly, right? Lady of foolishness. So foolishness, always vocal, loud, seductive, and always kind of get right into your face, and you don't even know it. Because it's so loud, it's so vocal, it's so popular. And so she said the door of her house, she take a seat on the higher place in town, like the council in the city. If they go to the village, you will meet her. You, she will meet you at the gate of the village. Because she almost like the chief of that village. So foolishness is really big, very bold, very loud. And you can watch it right in our world today. And she is calling to those who pass by. Calling what? Who are you going to straight on their way? So those who are taking the straight path, she kind of pull them over and say, there will be a shortcut. Let's do this. So those who follow the Lord, because it's in the context here, those who follow Lady Wisdom, she always kind of like, you know, hey, you know, there's another alternative. Always alternative. Why you have to do such a way like the Lord instruct you? There are a way which is a little bit better, shorter, nicer, smoother, cooler, sweeter, more pleasant. Take this route. This is, you know, this route, you know, you wish will be undercover, will be, you know, it will be kind of a gray, dark area. Nobody going to see you. Actually, you're quite free to do whatever you want to do. If you take the, the, the straight way, you know, you have to live under kind of a control of the Lord. You have to follow certain sets of the instruction. I mean, come on. You want freedom, right? Take this route. This route gives you freedom. And then, whoever is simple. We talk about the word simple here is naive. The one who is simple, naive, the one who open to anything. 
which is very, you know, up, you know very, uh, very the, the world will clap their hands and say, yeah, that person open-minded. That's very good one. Open to anything. Why are you so close-minded? You know, why you are so outdated? Why you have to follow the ancient tag? I mean, this is out of date already. This is not going to work in our modern, modern society. I mean, come on, upgrade your knowledge. Upgrade your lifestyle. Be more self-indulgent. You know, enjoy yourself. You're low. You only live once. And, you know, come on. You know, just indulge yourself. And, you know, you're not going to live long. Come on, take a shortcut. This one is smoother. Make your life happy. You deserve it open to anything, why you have to be close-minded to the Bible, why you have to be close-minded to the Word of God. I mean, it's, you, it's not going to work anymore. I mean, with this given society, it's not going to work anymore. So the naive, the naive, the one simple, will open to anything but not the Word of God. The naive, the Bible portrayed them, is not in a bad light yet. The naive, you can think as someone is being neutral. What is right? What is wrong? You ask them, they say, I don't know. Who am I to judge? I mean, sexual immorality? I don't know. The world is separate. Should I judge them? No. Uh, LGBT? I think the world is separate, so we should embrace it. You know, incest? I think it happened in the Bible, so we should embrace it. You know, people worship other idols. Who am I to judge? The one who naive is the one who stay neutral. Have no decision, no opinion, lack of moral knowledge. Doesn't know what to judge because they have no guideline and they have no ruler. And the ruler is supposed to be the word of God, the set instruction. If you and me have no Bible, actually, we don't know what is right and wrong. We don't even dare to say this is right and wrong, but because who am I? Christian around the world sometimes kind of a coy into that position, staying neutral. Who am I? I zip my mouth. I am so make mistakes. Should I judge them? No, we don't need to judge them. We bring out the word of God. The word of God judge both our life, the dead and the living. But the problem is sometimes being naive, we do not have the word of God. We just want bite pieces of the puree for baby, and we don't go for solid food. We are one-minute Christian, meaning reading the Bible for one minute. People want to do management. They don't study hard. They do one-minute management course. Everything one minute. One-minute sexual relationship. One-minute temporal relationship. One minute of everything. They can't take solid food. They have no godly moral knowledge to discern what is right and what is wrong. Who am I? They stay neutral, the naive. Now the naive, because they stay neutral, they always, almost always, being pulled slowly to the lady of folly, to the lady of foolishness, because that their natural tendency, the gravi gravitational pull of gravity is always downward. It takes another force to really lift that up and go and fly off. Our sinful human tendency is always downward. 
is always going down and down and down. So the moral decay in society is always morally, always going downward spiral, spiral downward. If you leave it into its own state. Even in nature, you leave the water outside there for seven days. Even in a nice sealed room, it's going to have some dirt. It's going to be contaminated with bacteria. You leave the bread out there, it's going to be spoiled in a few days' time. Our soul, without purification, sanctification, and washing of the word, is going to be decayed, corrupted, and always walk down the road of foolishness. Whoever simple, whoever naive, whoever stay neutral, what? Let him turn in here. Take a shortcut, please. I mean, why you have to go this straight way? Turn into here. Because they're naive, they're neutral. They will embrace anything because they're open-minded. Let me repeat it again, just in case you say I, you misheard me. Open-mindedness is a good thing that the world applauds you. Open-mindedness in God's term is foolishness. I'm not saying that you're not open to learn about new skill, okay? Like if you don't know how to fix a car, you want to fix a car, that's fine. Yeah? If you don't know how to do the math, uh, math uh, equation, okay, learn that. Right? You don't know how to cook, please cook, ladies. So don't say, oh, you know, young ladies. Oh, yeah, pastor said I don't open to cooking, so do not, you know, cooking. Yeah. Right? Um, you, 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 you with me, right? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And what she say? And, 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 and the, whoever the simple, come here. Take this shortcut. And to, and to him who lack of sense, lack of sensibility. I mean, the equivalent of insanity is this one is one step closer to insanity because insensible. Because uh, sensibility, those who lack of sense, because they, you know, we talk about common sense. How can one can establish common sense? Today, Everybody says it's common sense, but not every scent are common. Right? So you go for different culture, they have different common sense. Why? Because common sense is shaped and molded by the surrounding culture. By the surrounding what is norm or what is unusual, what is weird. It's usually it's defined and led and driven by social norm. Common sense. Those who read the word of God, they will begin to establish godly common sense. They know, they sense it, and they know that it's wrong without, you know, without having to, yeah, because according to the word. That's why those who are insensible, those who don't have a sense, they commit a sin even not knowing it. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, the previous chapter, chapter 6, I think, 6 or 5, talk about a deer, you know, without seeing the trap, just, just walk into the trap. Because it, the, the, the hunter will put a trap there. And then the hunter from afar will you know, pull out the, 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 archer, the, arch, uh, the archer and pull out the arrow into the liver, piece the liver, and the deer going to die. Like the bird, you know, uh, hunter is just put a net there. The birds just fly into it. The same for those who have lack of common sense. You don't need to do anything 
just put a bait and those who lack common sense will buy it. As simple as that. Actually, all the marketing genius, they deploy this area. They deploy that. That's why they have to go to certain countries to study the culture. They study behavioral pattern of a consumer. They have to watch closely how lady use, how lady buy, and depends on the product they want to target, and men and children, and they deploy the bait. Because people who bite the bait usually lack of common sense. I mean, over and over again, more than any time, because we had internet, I, I can tell you, I don't know you faced it, but almost, I think every day, every hour, at least I can speak in here in the city or in this country, people got scammed, got cheated by just a very common <laughs> bait. But it works. And usually the bait that works is the one that's very common. <laughs> the one that has been repeated even million times, but people still bite it. Why? They lack of sense. They lack sense. They don't know. They don't have the wisdom. And even they lack a moral sense. And this is what she said to those who turned aside in her alley. Come on, stolen water is sweet. Bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Come on, I have bread for you. Come and eat with me. I have stolen water from somewhere else. You hear it? Nice. But the phrase... The phrase of stolen water and bread eaten in secret is connote the idea of sexual immorality. We talked about early on, chapter 3. Drink your water in your own system. Talk about the husband should enjoy their spouse, enjoy the wife. Not go to other sisters and try to draw out water. So the metaphor there in the ancient Near East is that when you go to the neighbor and draw out water, it's kind of implying that you want to have some sexual affair. You drink your own cistern. doesn't matter you don't like your cistern, but that's your cistern. You know, stay faithful to your wife, God-given wife. Don't look at the appearance of the cistern, whether it's a violin shape or it's a cello shape. Doesn't matter. You understand what I mean? Some of you are not laughing because you don't understand the metaphor. You know, like after, you know, before you get married, you know, all the ladies have violent shape. And then after that, we'll become, I don't know. So, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <coughs> that's why PG 18. <coughs> um, so that's why I drink your own. But by the way, that's metaphor because link is just you go to um, Israel today. There will be a very large cistern, which means like the whole house. I'm standing here, dry cistern. I mean, this is big, the storage of community. And then others small. And the good one will have, um, uh, they have to dig out of a good material so that the, the type of soil, they have a, I learned this, I forgot, five types of soil in Israel that kind of filter out, like act as a filter. So very nice uh, water, 
But others, small, I mean, maybe a family of three in the community, kind of a small system because they don't have the power to dig deep. And so the water, oh, by the way, the cistern is rainfall, go down all the way to the cistern. They wait for about, I don't know, weeks or months, so all the sediment is stay and then begin to pour out water. But the poorer community will have their cattle around and all the cattle stuff will also run down to the range. It's kind of, you know, difficult to drink. So compared to other one, have a better system. That's why in the, the metaphor here, talk about even, let's say, humanly speaking, you're not always satisfied or happy with your spouse. But keep drinking from your own system. Do not drink from other system. Do not drink the stolen water. Today, people can have the um, sexual affair almost anywhere with the internet. Y there's an, there, there basically, basically, I can tell you, basically, Tinder app is a platform to promote sexual fornication, sexual immorality, and the world embrace it. Because it aligns with their canality, with their sinful humanity. I, I bet some of you, whether before or even recently used, just to check out. One look, two look, third look, your soul has already been contaminated. Because you do not drink your own system. I mean, even you're single, you'd have no system, but that's your ring from the Lord. The Lord is the living water, right? Are you still with me? I told you this is PG-16, yeah. Verse 18, but he does not know that the dead are there. They're what? With the lady falling. That her guests are in the depth of Sheol. Sheol means the house of the dead or the place of the dead. Um, some... Uh, translation hell to make it even simple for you in the Greek they use Hades in the Old Testament they use several words but Sheol is uh, is very common it's a, a place of the dead they gather together so that gives us both the idea when somebody die it's not like they just you know dead unconscious and you know that's it that's normally people think but the Bible tells a different picture that really somebody died, their physical body decay and gone, you know, become a mineral or whether burn or just bury. Their soul still live, whether eternally separated from God in the place of Sheol or Hades or the hell or in the place of eternally with God present or heaven and in the presence of God. The soul is gnashing and, and, and grinding teeth because that, that's a lie. It's like, it's like you got burned, but you cannot get out. Think about it. It's like you put your hand in the stove and you got burned at 100. You see you know, your, your body's burning, but you cannot get out. That's how horrible that is. Hell is real. Hades is real. Sheol is real. The world wants to erase hell by telling you there is no hell. Live however you want. Do whatever you want. You only have one life to live and therefore indulge yourself and do whatever you want. And that is 
a lie, seduction, enticement to get blindfolded to lead you to the alley that make your life happy here on earth, but suffering forever in hell. Uh, somebody wrote this, many eat on earth and digest in hell. Many things we consume on earth. The consequences is not there yet until you digest it in hell. It takes eternity to digest all the wicked sin in hell or eternity with the Lord who digest with dying with the living God, stay with the living God, living water, living bread, the living Jesus. Let me summarize for us. Number one, foolishness usually loud is seductive, charming, welcoming. But also, you can notice the lady of folly or lady of foolishness or those who are inclined to foolishness, usually vocal, usually loud, usually like very bold, unruly, uninformed, uneducated. The Bible says she knows nothing because she lacks of moral knowledge. Again, I repeat, not, this is necessary that she doesn't have to go to school, high school, some people are very smart without going to any, anywhere. They're just street smart. They lack of moral knowledge. Morally uneducated. Morally uninformed. And they're unruly. I don't know about you. You can examine all relationships in your life. You may bump into one or two. So, so the author wants to give us some sort of, um, you know, portrait portrait or, or kind of characteristics so for us to recognize, to recognize lady folly or foolishness. Because we need to discern, we need to, to look at this trait. Is it, is it someone that we want to get into relationship? Look at this trait. Unruly, meaning rebellious by nature. I don't want to do this. I, uh, this is why, why, why God has to say this? Why, why the word to say this? You know, is there something better? Is there something alternative? Usually, the first sign is like, is this the only way that God tells us to do? Are there alternative? Those who look for alternative usually will succumb into the invitation of the lady of foolishness. Come on, that shortcut. I mean, all of us know in the business, there are always the right way to do, and there's shortcut. Shortcut is faster. Yield instant result. The right way, we don't know. You know take time, energy is longer. Shortcut. Imagine if you walk this way, and there's somebody houses here. And then you know, if you will walk for another three miles, you need to have a road to turn to the other side, let's say a noodle shop or whatever. I mean, why don't that this house, there's a lady folly, open the door. Very attractive. We have the passage here. You know, we cut through this. 
And by the way, don't worry. Come in. I will wash your feet. I will lay out the linen. We have some, you know, biscuit, tea, and coffee, please. Take down. Oh, by the way, you go to the next station. There will be some sweet wine, cocktail, and liquor. And there will be some kind of appetizer for you. You sit down. Take out your you know, and then we're going to help you to just relax. Life is difficult already. Why do you need to take the longer route and follow that? There's a shortcut here. And don't worry, you come in, you know, you just leave your back here and then we continue. Let us watch a movie here. Let us, let us be entertained. Let us, let, you know, it's still early, you know, it's not late, you know, why do you have to go to that? Let's entertain. After one movie, you know, another movie when you know, it's it just, we let it enjoy. And then we'll move to next, into the chamber. You know, you want to have some, some wine. By the way, it's just not some. We have a different variety of wine, choice wine. We have wine, you know, we don't sell wine for $100. We sell wine a few thousand dollars. It's all expensive, but it's free for you. Just come and have some. Enjoy yourself. You deserve it. A few wine, you know, kind of your, your, your head, your shoulder is painful. You want a massage? You know, I sent someone to help you. Your life deserve it. I mean, it's, it's time I go back to my dinner, my wife. Don't worry. I think, you know, we can eat here I mean, just once a while, once a lifetime. And you're going to miss it. And by the way, it's only a few meters, you know, to that door. Why don't you just enjoy a little bit more? Sin. Usually like that. It's entice, invite, lures, one bait at a time, and things getting sweeter. Oh, by the way, the uh, I think according to research now, everybody uh, confirm, agree that the sweet toxin will be sugar. By increasing the dose of sugar, you get a little bit of sweeter, sweeter, sweeter. And they will go to the sweetness and be intoxicated by sugar. It's an epidemic now in the world. They're going to have to go and to cut out sugar in all food and all kinds of stuff. doesn't mean you have to put the teaspoon sugar. It's already in the food. You have to read the label. You have to read the label because you want to put it already. And so by doing that, that, that their, their taste is it changing. They no longer can take unsweetened stuff. They no longer can take things without sugar. Try with your kids. You have to train them early days, an acquired taste. All of us, we have a taste and always an acquired taste. Whether you like blue cheese or you like fish sauce, nuke mum, or some of you find hard to like durian, it's an acquired taste, you see. Loud, seductive, unruly, uninformed, uneducated. Number two, influent and inviting. Uh, today we have, uh, you know, not very not a common word called influencer, you know. Those influencers, if they wear one dress, I mean, at least the follower will buy that stuff. You eat certain restaurant and you video it. Uh, I think a Korean word, right? If it's correct me. Mukbang, you know. You eat and you, you have to make a noise because you make people... <laughs> yeah, they have a special, you know, recorder and they make it and then people... Oh, yeah. So and then next to it, order, yeah, order, you know, like yeah, yeah, it it it's it's influence. F you think foolishness is like stay in the corner, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a fool, I don't want. No, hey, look, you know, foolishness. Look at me, 
Look at me. I'm bold. I'm attractive. I'm influenced the world. I sit in the house of the council. I mean, people know me. I'm socially and well connected in this city. You want a connection? Let me introduce you. I'm the broker of relationship. I'm the broker of stock. I'm a broker of sexual affair. Come to me. I got everything. One stop shop. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of people advertising their service like that. The naive, the simple, easily to be fooled by popularity. Gen Z and Gen Alpha, pay attention to this because why? I mean, your generation will ask the question, what is beautiful? What is popular? The older generation, the boomer we talked about this morning, they will ask, what is real? But the, the, the Gen Z, Gen Alpha, what is beautiful? What is popular? So what is beautiful, what is popular will sell. They no longer trust the authoritative voice. Let's say if they want to buy a product, they don't read the ingredients. They don't say what is real, what is there. They don't analyze it. They say because I like that product, because I like that person. So that's why they become an industry called personal brand because the influencer will promote their brand. Whatever that influencer use, the Gen Z, Gen Alpha, including Gen Millennial will buy as well without reading the label or specification because they buy based on their emotion. Because, again, they are the naive, the simple. I mean, I like that person, I buy. That person popular, I buy. Yeah? Naivety is fooled by popularity. So let me look at the Bible. See, at the time of Jesus, I mean... If he can perform all of that miracles, he should be the greatest, I don't know the movie, the greatest showman. <laughs> I mean, people will flock to him because of, I mean, come on, never see anyone do like that. Can you do that again? That's what the Pharisee asked. Can you perform more? I mean, I don't see enough miracles. Can you show me? Oh, and he called out, no longer popular. Because popular people, in fact, will not say this. You foolish generation. You wicked, adulterous generation. The only sign I'm going to give you is the sign of Jonah. Go home and figure out. I mean, if, if he on social media, people untick, untick, unfriend, 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 unfollow. Yeah. I mean, if you read the Bible, if you said something like Jesus said, I don't think. That Christian can be an influencer in the term of social media. Because whatever you say in the Bible, people are like, are you crazy? Untick you, unfriend you, commit you, boycott you, cancel you. There's this thing called cancel culture. You know what that is? I, 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 I mean, a few years ago, I have to research on that. What is cancel culture? I thought people hit the cancel button, you know. <laughs> they will boycott you. If you have a product, and you're not supported by Gen Z, Gen M, they cancel you, your business out of business. This is why you need to hire influencer. They influence, inviting, and even they have to do crazy things. Bow, we jump off the cliff, do everything, take out the clothes and be naked on the street and all of that. They do all things crazy because they're open to anything as long as 
it can tell. Naivety is fooled by popularity. Pay attention to that. Influence inviting. Not just let it stay in the corner. Lady Folly is bold, is beautiful, is walk on the street, is enchanting, is attractive to the naive. It cannot be fooled by those who experience in God's Word, those who have been saturated with God's Word, those who take God's Word seriously and not open to anything the world offers and stay closed. And they will be labeled outdated. They will be labeled conservative. They will be labeled as something that, oh, it's out of fashion. But those people will stay the court. They will take a longer route but will arrive at destination in full peace. <laughs> you go the shortcut, you will butcher. Number three, sweet and pleasant. Who on earth doesn't want, you know, sweet? The sweetness, pleasantness. You know, in English, you call sweetheart, you know, or honey. But here, it's a different connotation, meaning. You don't eat your own water. You drink your own water. You don't like it. You, you enjoy the wine, the spout that God given you. You're not, you're not happy. And therefore, you like stolen water. And eat the food in secret. <sighs> Actually, all the um, dating website, all others, um, you know, club, exclusive club, they have to make it exclusive and hidden and secret because it's always fun to do the things that nobody knows and you still pretend you are okay outwardly. All the scandal, political scandal, all of that. I mean, nothing new under the sun. Power, sex, and money. It's easy to track whether you are a big figure of politician or businessman Today, with the millions and millions of surveillance and camera, nothing can be hidden. People say, oh, privacy. Well, if you walk in the light, <laughs> there's no privacy anymore. I mean, you think about privacy. All the government got your fingerprint, got your iris scan, all of that. Uh, you know, nothing is privacy anymore. Come on. You even you willingly expose that to on the social media already. Right. Let alone you go and fight. Oh, I want piracy. The government, big brother, eye on me. Is your life hidden? Or do I have something to hide? Oh, I want my privacy. Okay, I understand the pri privacy. Yes. I mean, what you do in your bathroom, suppose nobody should know. Yes, I agree that. But if secrets are different. Secrecy is something that you did, you know that it's not right. But you're still doing it. And enjoy doing it. Let me give you a kind of a, a social engagement here. Next slide, please. Um, this is an article on The Economist um, a few years back. Um, infidelity around the world. So it give you a kind of a statistic, right? Next one. There will be a charge there uh, talk about different countries. So the, uh, the French, um, uh, or the unit called French Public Opinion, they've done a survey for decades, uh, plus with the Amer American... Uh, statistic um, organization, they do this. Um, and, you know, it could turn out, uh, just pay attention to the, the you know, um, the, the red and the, the yellow. The blue one is morally unacceptable, meaning like 
they say sexual affair is morally unacceptable. In France, is number one. They think that, oh, moral, morally acceptable. I mean, somebody have an affair, that's fine, you know. And even they have a, a magazine to say, yeah, actually, you want to spy up your marriage? You need to have sex affair. And they'll be clip, club, all of that, to, to like spy up your marriage by have sexual affair. And one night stand, uh, you know, or one, one week long a relationship, you know. No question asked, no question answer, and they, they create all of that. And, and the moral acceptable, that's high in Germany. Interestingly, it's uh, United States with all the thing crazy, but they still really uh, think that sexual immorality or, you know, affair is unacceptable. It's quite high. I mean, the highest is in Palestine. Uh, that's, that's, that's a survey done with those uh, kind of represent different continent there. Um, and because those who hold either whether Islamic view or, you know, uh, Christi Christian view, they will not accept, you know, moral decay as acceptable because it depends how people view. The next one will be also interesting is next slide, please. You know, they call it shit, shit, right? Um, uh, this is only French, okay? This is only in France. Um, they survey and they said, how can people got sexual affair? Well, random acquaintance. Strange. I mean, we live in a strange world. And friends. So people like, yeah, we're just friends, you know. This is why the young people here, I tell them the principle. Whether they do it or not, I don't really know. You know, if you're opposite sex, you meet three people at least. Unless you declare to the church and the pastor know they're in courtship. Otherwise, they meet this one and say, yeah, she's my friend. Female friend, that one female friend, the female friend, there's some girlfriend, there's another girlfriend. Nobody knows it's a girlfriend or a female friend as a friend. So, because this is all the immorality happened and work, work colleagues. So be careful, like, oh yeah, I, you know, uh, I have a work colleague, they're on the ride home. I just, just, just take her on the drop by. Maybe there's some shortcut there. Right? I don't know about you, but here I learned. I learned this in this church. And pastor, pastor told me that, you know, even though I'm single, if you meet someone, the opposite sex, meet in a public place. Meet in a coffee shop. And should be somebody. Say, and, I, and I will have the right to come and say, who is this? And they say, yeah, pastor, have the right. If you see somebody, I sit, you can ask who is this. And it happened, happened. You know, there's somebody got married and then, you know, go with a colleague lunch every day, opposite sex. Oh, yeah, we just talk work. Uh, what what after work? And then other things, oh, I have problem at home. So again, ladies and guys, when you are emotionally vulnerable, do not find an opposite sex friend, how close that is, to tell. Because it will create unseen, unhealthy attachment. Because emotional attachment. That natural, psychologically speaking. This is why, yeah, I got a good friend, but you know, like girl, I got a good friend, female, my be best friend, high school, and then you know, I have this curtain with my husband, my boyfriend. You know, I want to tell you. Then later on, that one hook, and the boyfriend or husband cause almost problem become infidelity. That happened all the time. So don't think that you can be an exception. Put your guard up. Even I on the same street, I will, even my motorbike is empty seat, I will not 
dry any ladies. It's not that my wife. Oh, pastor, you rude. Okay, I accept it. <laughs> oh, you are fashion. I accept it. You mean? Okay, I agree. <laughs> you you you're not. Uh, uh, what's the the French word? Galang. What's the galang or what? Uh, you are you are not gentleman. Yeah, I'm not gentleman. I'm a man. I'm not gentleman. There's a difference in case you didn't know. I'm not gentle though. Call me whatever you want. I'm not gonna take you. That's a crap. If you need money, I can give you money. Yeah. Yeah. You think that infidelity it just happened overnight? Sometimes slow. Attacks. And there's such here. Work colleague, ex-partner, partner's friend, partner. I will not give you another stats that will get a bit uh, above PG-18. Uh. So, uh, uh, you know, it's a location there. You know, a lot of hotel. I mean, in, I don't know, in U.S. I have, but I mean, Vietnam. If you walk in a hotel, you say, okay, rent, you know, uh, hotel price one hour. What's that is? Hotel price. You don't need to stay for one, night, one hour. What's that really is? Which means prostitution and sexual affair. One hour enough. Won't take long. Now, or two hours. They charge by hour. You walk by the hotel, you know that this is a place for concubine, husband, wife to meet. You know, because this day, immorality is difficult to detect. They go to work. And the hotel who has that hour, the, 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 the lunch hour, usually very busy. What's the month? Yeah. So all the wives now know they sent spy, you know, the detective, private detective, go to all the hotel uh, around that we have one hour, depends on where they go to work. Let's say work district one, usually don't stay there. You go to district seven <laughs> in a small area. Some of you like open eye, yeah. You walk to the hotel, you know, okay, that is. And you know, sometimes they don't park the bike there, they take grabs, so there's no evidence there. No, seriously. We live in a wicked world. I'm just telling you in Vietnam so you can relate to your own country. Yeah? I don't need to tell your own country. I have this data, but I don't need to tell. Right? I just tell my country. Yeah? Own home. I mean, the French has a, a very strange in the car and all at the public place and work and club, all of that. I mean, how to get the idea and to get it from the movie. Are you still with me? What do you want to know more about this? <laughs> I mean, it's clear. I want to give uh, you know, some social engagement so that you can you know, stay away from you know, the dark alley, the shortcut. Yeah? So if someone that you have, yeah, we're a good friend. This is why you know, sometimes, ladies, right, ladies, if you have a very good male friend, high school best, and if you marry, don't just go around the guy and, and you know, hug you're my best friend. That's your high school time. Now you're married, please. I mean, say, my husband is very uh, modern. He's okay. He's okay on his face, but not in his heart. <laughs> yeah. So do not, yeah, you know, get a picture and, you know, and hugging and even, you know, kissing. I know French culture and, and European culture, you know, do hugs and kisses. 
But you ask, is that biblical culture? Yes, in the Middle East, it's called holy kisses, right? In the Bible, it says holy kisses. But why is put the word holy there? Because it has to be from the heart that the nature of the kisses should be holy, which means you have pure motive. You have pure motive not to defile someone. In the Bible, when they have sex, Outside marriage or before marriage, it's considered, not infidelity, it's considered defilement. You defile someone's soul because you're not in a marital covenant. That's what it means in the Bible. You'll be contaminated. Plus, To death. The black, the female, black widow, spider, female one will lure, inviting, put out a smell, a chemical, or you consider like the best perfume in the world. You know, kind of activate all the males, you know, black widow, male spider coming to and mating, and after that, she eat that guy alive. Oh, but interestingly, this is according to the, the sources. But then, how come the other guy can continue production? Because if, imagine it's not a male, uh, you know, black widow watching, like, whoa, that lady eat that guy alive. But somehow in the creational system, the other, another one, male, black widow, can sense it. That's why she says, oh, she just ate someone alive. Which means that when she got satisfied and ate someone already, I mean the, the spider, another spider, her body kind of released the fragrance that sent out, I'm fed, I'm satisfied, so you still can come. And you will not be eaten alive. So the trick for other male spider is that to wait until she got fed first. And then come in. It's almost like the sin of David and Bathsheba when she committed adultery and then asked the husband to come home to sleep with his wife in the tent. And the guy just so... Warriors say, no, I'm in the battle. I'm not going to do that. Then expose. Because of the guy, integrity exposed David's sin. And he had to send that guy to the battle. So let him die. So that bring his wife home. Wicked, evil generation. The man after God's heart can do such a thing. Who do you think that you and I are? If we not stay vigilant careful, wise, and not open to anything. But stay the course. This is God's instruction. Lord, I don't understand everything. It's ancient, thousand years ago. I don't get it in our modern context. I don't, scientifically speaking, I don't know. Socially awkward, I don't know. But Lord, I surrender that right. I do it. I will do the right way. I don't do the shortcut. I will do it, Lord. That make you and me wise. Our obedience to God's instruction set our foot on the right track. Set our feet on the wise path. 
so that you and I will not receive the subtle death. Because mates of foolishness, friends with foolishness, they all are the dead, and they're in the place of Sheol. What they eat on earth, they will digest in hell. Let's just spend a couple of minutes for our reflection. As you reflect, ask yourself a question. Are there or is there any secret in your life that you have been friend with? That you have made friend with secret that is unruly in your life? Uneducated moral, morally? Is something that keeps you away from living boldness Walk in the light. Tell that to the Lord.
Jesus. Help us to have the fear of you. And that's the beginning of wisdom. Help us to really believe and know that you know everything of our life. What we think, what we feel, how we live our life. You know, it's no matter whether people catch us or see us. Every move we make, you know us. Help us to be transparent. Help us to walk in the light so that we do not take the dark alley or the shortcut. Oh Lord, help us to understand, has the wisdom, has the insight. We all have free will so that we have freedom of choice. But we never be in our power to have the freedom of consequences. Oh Lord Jesus, you are our Savior, you are our Lord. Which means every aspect of our life, you must be Lord. You save us, not for us to have a free ticket to heaven and do whatever we want. You save us so that we don't need and have to walk in a foolish way. We walk in the path of righteousness, of wisdom, the wisdom from on high. Oh Lord Jesus, help your people. Because our flesh, our flesh is weak. The flesh of, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That can kill us from the inside out. Help us to realize that you have called us to be holy people, holy congregation holy nation, holy ambassador of Christ. Do not let the shortcut, the way of the world contaminate the path that even as a suffering path, the path of the cross. Nobody wants the path of the cross. They always want shortcut. Help us to pick up the cross daily and follow you. Oh Lord Jesus, we need your help. We need your power to have break free from all the sin that easily entangle, from all the habitual sin. We know it is not right, and yet we kept doing it. Help us, deliver us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.